Hey, Lighthouse Niagara family, this is Pastor Joel Sloss. I hope that the message you received today blesses you so, so much. I just want to continue on quickly here. I don't want to speak too long. But the the Lord gave me this this passage a number of weeks ago already uh, for tonight. And it's 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9, and we'll go right to 12. I just want to pull out a few things in this. And once I begin to read, you'll say, oh, yeah, I know that passage. It's a good passage. It says, but as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man that which God has prepared for those who love him. Hallelujah. I just want you to know the things that the Lord still has for us. When I read this passage the first time, I was like, yeah, I can't wait to get to heaven. I can't wait to see Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit. I can't wait. And man, do we have an amazing future ahead of us when it comes to eternity. And I was saying, yeah, even the things we have never seen before, we could not possibly, uh, we've not heard about it. We, We can't even possibly imagine what God has in store for us. Because it's so amazing. And I just want you to, to know tonight that that is not just for the aspects of eternity. It's not just for the, the millennium. It's not just for uh, when the, there's, a, there's a, a new heavens, a new earth created or made or reformed and made. But it is for now. It is for now. And I want you to know that God has prepared these things for us as individuals. Today, I want you to be encouraged that you as an individual, doesn't matter your background, where you're coming from, where you're at, does not matter, but God has something for you that is beyond what you can possibly imagine for now, for now, and not just for you as an individual. I want you to know, for those of you that that have families, whether you're married, you have children, or whatever your family or the part that you are in as, as a child, perhaps, or, hey, I have parents that are, love me and, and whatnot. But the Lord has things prepared for you, whether it's as a, as a married couple, whether it's as, a, as parents for your children, children to your parents. The Lord has something for you as a family. And I'm, I'm believing that there's going to be breakthroughs coming. There will be breakthroughs coming that we have not seen or heard or imagined or has entered our heart for you when it comes to your families. When it comes to those that you care about, that God will do a powerful work for us as a church. That the Lord will do something through us as a church, as a body of believers, as a local church here today. And as we move forward, and I want you to know, we're not a large church, but man, the enemy is frightened. Because what you're talking about, Ray, the blood of Jesus, the authority, the power that we have in Jesus' name, the authority that has been given to us in Jesus' name, those that believe, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If if they take anything that is deadly, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. 
because of the mighty name of Jesus and the power of what he did 2,000 years ago on that cross for us. And we have that authority and that power. Hallelujah. The Lord desires to do a work beyond what we could possibly imagine. And I, I, I could take the next hour, literally, and say, this is what the Lord is doing right now. There's a number of things that I have not shared with the church as a whole, but the Lord is doing it. I say, thank you, Lord, that is going to be expanding and is expanding out at this point. Hallelujah. Anyways, for the sake of time, I'm, I'm just, we're going to, there'll be other days that I can uh, uh, talk about those things that the Lord will do and the Lord wants to do through you. Don't ever believe the lie of the enemy who says, who are you? You're nothing. What can you do? Look at what you've done in the past. Look at where you've come from. You can't do anything. Do not believe the lie. It says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Hallelujah. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Before God even made the universe, he knew that you would exist. And he's saying, I want to do a work through you. It does not matter about your past. Listen to me. Doesn't make even matter where you are at this point. You say, man, you have no idea what I'm going through. And I'm telling you that God knows you. And he, as you would trust in him completely, God wants to do th th things through you that you cannot possibly imagine even because you love him. Lord, that we would love you with all our heart. You might say, Pastor, what's happening in my life? I don't know. And I'm struggling I'm, I'm, I'm having difficulty. You surrender. You need, as a believer, you need to surrender. Not just be saved. You need to surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus needs to be your Lord, which means, Lord, not my will. Your will be done. And we can be confident of this very thing. And he who has begun a good work in us will continue it to the day of the Lord. The things that the Lord wants to do through you. As you say, Lord, I surrender to your Lordship. Jesus, you are my Lord. The places that he wants to take you, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for you to do. Do not believe the liar. You might say, well, how do I finish this, this, this race? It says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, all the things that we hang on to that are weights, I'm getting rid of them. In this race, I need to get rid of the weights. I need to get rid of the things that are hindering and, 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 and holding back. And it's just like, oh, man, I can't even run. I can barely walk. I'm carrying all this weight. In Jesus' name, I'm giving it over to you. It's, it talks about letting go every sin that so easily ensnares you. The sins that are, are there in your life. And I thank God. You know what? You may say, Lord, is there anything that, that I'm not aware of that I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on to? Just ask the Holy Spirit. I'll tell you, he'll reveal it to you almost instantly. This thing here, you need to get rid of it. Thank God for the heeding of the conviction of the Holy Spirit I need, to, I, I need to stop hanging on to things. I need to stop those sins that so easily ensnare us. Confess it and let go of it. And here, my brother already mentioned about faith. 
It says, looking on to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You want to finish the race well? Keep your eyes on the, on the goal and on Jesus. Looking on to Jesus, the author and finisher, the one who would start and finish our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let me say, what should my faith be in? In a nutshell, as Paul says, and I say so many times, Jesus Christ and him crucified. What is my faith in? Daily, there's a confession. If there's anything I'm coming up against, Jesus Christ and him crucified. And it points my face, my, my, my view to the Lord Jesus. So it doesn't matter what else is, is beside me or trying to distract. I'm going to finish that race well. It is on Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It goes on to say in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10. It talks about all these different things that God has prepared for those that love him. It says, but God has revealed them to us through the, His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So it's the Holy Spirit. He's revealing them to us by the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in these last days like never before. Let me just say this. A few weeks back, I had asked you to pray. Pray for me. I'm going into a meeting and it is all about the Holy Spirit. It is all about the Spirit without measure. And there was this thing of we cannot offend. We can't offend anybody. Don't talk about sin. Don't talk about the blood. Don't talk about anything. Don't talk about the Holy Spirit. We don't want to offend anybody. I'll tell you right now, Satan laughs. And he says, yeah, you got, grab a hold of that view and thinking. There was victory that was won a few weeks back. It, it was not a, an easy time, but I thank God. It wasn't by majority vote. We're saying, hey, we're going to take a majority vote. It was, we need to see what the Word of God says. We need to stand on the Word of God, and we're going to operate in the power of the Holy Spirit without measure. Without measure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. We need the Spirit of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? In other words, yeah, we know where we're at by our, our spirit, our own spirit within us. However, even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. The things that God has for you is by the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit wants to reveal it to us. We need the Holy Spirit even for the simple thing of revelation. Tonight, we're going to be praying. We're going to, one thing that we're going to be praying for is wisdom and for direction. Lord, give us wisdom and direction personally in our families, in our church, in the body of Christ here in this city, in the region. Lord, give us direction. Give us wisdom. Hallelujah. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Hallelujah. By his spirit. Tonight we'll be praying also for the, for the, the move of the Holy Spirit, the spirit without measure, an outpouring of the spirit. We're going to be praying that God will pour out his spirit on us. And not just for tonight. We're, we're talking as we continue on. Hallelujah. We may not know everything ahead, 
We don't need to know everything ahead. There may be times where the, the Lord will reveal by His Spirit. He may reveal things or not. But it's like, it doesn't matter, Lord, what you have for me is good. It says that God has prepared the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. This is a condition. We love Him. Jesus said in John 14, verse 15, He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. It's like, oh my goodness, I can't do it. But I want you to know this, that the very next verse, He says, and I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, and the world doesn't want because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And I want you to know today, the things that the Lord still has to do, eye has not seen, before his return. And it doesn't matter how dark it may get, it does not matter. The things that the Lord still has to do is beyond what we could possibly imagine. Lord, let me love you. Let your spirit move in me without any hindrance. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I want the fullness of the Holy Spirit. I want the spirit without measure, and I want that there's a continual flow, rivers of living water flowing from us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want, I'm going to call on a few people. I'm going to call Andrew. And I want to uh, call Pastor Joel. Just come one after the other. And uh, what I would like, uh, I just want to read one passage. You know this passage, Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive, and I will heal their lands. Man, do we need a healing. And so tonight we want to do those things, Lord, that there would be a humbling of self. And so I'm going to ask uh, Andrew if you'd come just quickly, and, and I want you to just pray. Joel, as, as soon, Pastor Joel, as soon as, uh, as he's done, be already ready to come. And uh, let's just agree. As a church, I want you to agree. This first prayer is a prayer of thanksgiving because we are called by his name. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you that you have allowed us to be called by your name, Lord, that even though we sometimes bring reproach to your name, Lord, I thank you that you still love us. Just like a, a parent loves their children even when they mess up, Lord, I thank you that we have forgiveness in you. And Lord, I thank you that we can uh, shine your light in the darkness around, Lord, that we can reflect you to the people around us. Lord, I pray that as we go through this world carrying your name, Lord, that people will recognize you by the way we act and the way we, we, we speak. I ask in your name, Lord. Amen. It says, as we humble ourselves, humble this, his children would humble themselves and pray and seek his face. We want to do that tonight, and we're doing that. Lord and Heavenly Father, it says in your word in James 4, 7, it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched 
and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. And instead, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Lord, we pray that you would humble us in this place. Lord, we submit ourselves fully to your will, fully to your plans and your purposes in our lives, in our families, in our workplaces, in the plans and and, and purposes that you have set before us, the things that we know and the things that are yet to be revealed to us. Lord, let us be submitted fully to your will for our lives and let your Holy Spirit reign in our lives that we might exalt you and glorify you in our speech, in our conduct, in our character, in our action. Let everything that we say and do reveal you to those around us and Lord that we would be humble vessels of your spirit in this world we pray in your name amen 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 in first peter 4 17 it talks about judgment beginning in the house of the lord judgment begins in the house of the lord it says where will the unrighteous if it begins with the righteous where would the unrighteous be but there's a a, a judgment that is coming within the house of the lord and what I want you to do at this point in time is, is that there would be a, uh, just a, a personal time for just a few moments just to say, Holy Spirit, is, is, if there's anything that I need to repent of, I'm confessing it, and I'm, with your power and your might, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to overcome anything of temptation as I humble myself before you. If we could just take a few minutes, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just close off this time. Pray for personally. And I, I also want you to look in your own home. I want you to look in your own home. If there's anything, maybe it's members within your family. Maybe they're not saved. But just to say, I, I confess this before the Lord. Lord, forgive, forgive my children or forgive my parents or whoever it may be in my home if you could do that. All right? So let's just take a few minutes to do that at this point. Hallelujah. Hey, Lighthouse family, thanks so much for tuning in to another one of our podcast sermons. I'm Pastor Joel Sloss. For more podcasts, media, and live stream services at lighthouseniagara.com, Sundays at 10 o'clock. God bless.